Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another Tell Me Something Good. I am your host, Josh Wolf. You see my computer a little bit in the foreground. I am trying to decide how I want to manipulate that. I think this does it, but we'll see. Um, but so excited to be here on a, another Wednesday with you guys. Um, I, I hope you guys are having a good day, night morning wherever it is where you're listening or consuming this right now what's going on jason and eric and greg and dev what's going on everybody it's so nice to see you again um i hope you're having a great day let's get the business out of the way portland this weekend omaha the weekend after that raleigh the weekend after that naples florida the weekend after that and ending up in nashville on october 31st for a full bananas Halloween show costume contest weird prizes maybe you know you know how I do it so a little bit of everything that's a show you don't want to miss this weekend in Portland both Jacob and my daughter Caitlin will be there Omaha bringing Sandy Danto with me always fun Raleigh is a good time Beth's gonna be there and in Naples and then who knows what show who shows up in Nashville. So thank you guys so much. Also, one last thing to you and hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. If you don't hear me talking about your city, uh, that just means I'm only talking about the next four weeks. And if you're curious about after that, go to comedianjoshwolf.com. I see all your comments in the chat. And so I'm just trying to, I can't possibly get to all of them, you know, um, about the cities, but just so you know, comedianjoshwolf.com. If you if you live in a city like Boston or New York or just a Chicago cities that I go to, if you don't see it on the page, it just hasn't be, been scheduled yet, but it is coming. And also, last but certainly not least, yo, so fucking psyched for this special. So psyched. October 19th, here for the fun. Here's the best part. I am giving away plane tickets, hotel room, and tickets to my show to somebody in the chat watching the special live with me and Jacob. Jacob and I will be in the chat the whole time during the responding to you guys, talking to you guys, and we'll pick a comment or a person or somebody who maybe was there from beginning to end. I don't even know how we're going to pick it. We're going to pick somebody in the chat to win plane tickets, hotel, and tickets to a show. So make sure you, uh, tune kevin i love you man are you kidding me let me tell you something right now kevin uh i saw a picture of myself the other day where i was like god damn kevin i look exactly like jim varney <laughs> that's the one that, the only time i think i need to gain some weight is when i'm like man i look like ernest goes to camp motherfucker damn it so this is it uh, you want to come? Yeah. And I see all you guys talking about the special. Come on, man. Come get in that chat. I might, we might pick one of you guys. So there you go. There you go. Texting from Texas. How are you? So, so many things. And here's how we want to do these. And by the way, you guys know that I love bringing you on the, if you're listening and not watching, um, if you on Wednesdays at three o'clock central time, if you find yourself out of a job or at a job where, people will allow you to be on a stream. Come join me. Um, and we'll bring you on the screen and talk to you. And today, just 
I want you to know what I'm going to be bringing you guys on the screen for, because I want to, somebody asked me this, what was my weirdest sexual experience? And I'm a hundred percent going to tell you, but when I bring, uh, oh, thanks. The edible, my brother skit is phenomenal. And by the way, what's going on, Australia? I'll be there soon. Um, thank you, Stephanie. I appreciate that. What's going on in Wichita, Kansas. Um, so, uh, I forgot what I was saying, but, oh, sexual experience. So I'm going to tell you my weirdest. I'm going to, uh, you know how I bring you guys on later in the show. If I bring you on, it's only to tell that story. Your weirdest, the weirdest thing somebody said to you, whatever made it weirdest for you. If you don't want to share that story, please do not join me on the screen. That is, it's super simple. Uh, and hopefully we can keep to that. Um, but let me just give you a little breakdown about, as I usually do about this, uh, past weekend. Um, I was in Seattle. Yeah. First of all, some of my favorite crowd work ever was this weekend. Some of my favorite, and I can't believe that I didn't record it, but this dude, thank you, Matthew, this dude uh was crazy funny well just because he was so dumb but i love the person in the audience who thinks that they're helping the show yeah i'm helping i'm helping the show it's always a dude i'm 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 i'm, I'm helping the show you know what i mean or they'll be with their table and people and be like i'm gonna watch me i'm gonna say this this dude was thank you jared yeah i like those bracelets man um, this dude was like saying the dumbest shit. And here's, a, I'm going to give you a couple, a little bit of inside baseball here for the comedy. So here's how I do it. If a guy is consistently saying dumb shit and just interjecting and I make fun of him and, and he keeps doing it, what that tells me is he likes it. He, he wants that attention. And because he wants that attention, I can say anything to him and it's not going to be too mean anything to that person. And by the way, it's always a dude. So that's why I keep saying him. I can say women hecklers are completely different. They're not actual hecklers. They're usually just drunk talking. Women generally are not screaming out at the table, trying to be the center of the show. That's usually dude. And so this dude was so he was just saying dumb nonsensical. So I just started calling him dumb, dumb. I go, what, what do you? And he was like, Oh, for seven. I kept going, counting it. I was like, Hey, Oh, for seven, dumb, dumb. And then I just, I, then I, <laughs> I just started calling him. I was like, you are a dumb fuck. And he was, he, when I would say it, he would raise his arms up in the air. Like, yeah, what dumb fuck. It was, and I was like, I hope whoever you're with from here on out refers to you as dumb fuck. And he was like, no, fucking. Yo, so I got a message yesterday. I was there with dumb fuck. We've been calling him dumb fuck since the show. <laughs> Do you know how happy that makes me? That this dude now is just called dumb, dumb and dumb fuck by his friends and family. 
get the fuck out of here. That is amazing. So, yo, you know, the crowd stuff is like, there's a fine line. Like, there's a fine line for me. Yo, some people's fans go to get wrecked. That's why, like, if you go to Andrew Schultz's show and you sit in the front row, there's a chance he's going to talk to you and you're going to end up on his page. And he's, it's going to be funny as fuck. But some people just don't, you know, you're, that's not generally what's happening at my show. So I have to dance around a little more. And, uh, but this dude fell right in my lap. There is a clip on my Instagram page about another dude who fell into my lap. His name was BJ works. BJ works. And he sells beds. And I was like, yo, dude, BJ works? Uh, yeah. Anyways, oh, hey, everybody, I see. Wait, Joseph, did you do the open mic last night? And how did it go? I'm fucking so excited to hear that. You're, you're the only dude we're letting on to talk about something else besides a weird sexual, it can be weird anything, but I can't wait to hear that. Let me tell you guys my story. So I, um, and this was in my book, but this is far and away. Uh, oh, Josh. Steve Hofstetter is, I'm sure, hoping for hecklers. I'm sure. I'm sure Steve is hoping for it. He gets a ton of great content out of it. I, I don't I don't blame him, you know? Okay. So here is my BJ Works, which is a crazy name. BJ Works from Kentucky. That's right, Jarrett. Um, no problem, Yamaha. Yeah, Seattle was amazing. All right, so... I was in Vegas and I had never had a hooker before. And I was there with my brother. And so the, in Vegas, they used to hand out these pamphlets on the street, right? They would hand, they would, they would hand out these pamphlets with, call girls with, with hookers you know and um you know it had the name and whatever phone number and it was all hey from buffalo i'm sure the same you know house or whatever whatever wherever they live and i said to my brother i go man i never had a hooker before and he goes if you never had a hooker and i said no nah, i've never had a hooker and he goes Phew. and i was like do you think that makes me the weird one that I've never had a hooker. He goes, dude, this is pre-bath a long time ago. He was like, you have to one time in your life get a hooker. And I and I told him straight up, I go, it's not really my thing. You know what I mean? Like, I like to think that I wouldn't have to lay down some cash on it, you know? So... And he was like, you got to get a hooker one time. And I go, okay. But I go, but well, how am I going to do that tonight? You're in the room. And he was like, I'll, I'll, I'll go to sleep. So 
I was like, all right. So I call. And when we get up to the room, I call. And um, I there the person on the phone was like, all right. So you have two options. Um, because it's late at night. There's only two girls left. And you we can either send over a petite Asian or a giant Puerto Rican. And I was like, well, I mean, I've had sex with a petite Asian before. I, I've never, I've never even seen a giant Puerto Rican. And you guys know me, like, I, if I've never, I can't even picture it in my head. Yeah, Red Rover, Red Rover, send the giant Puerto Rican on over. It's like a no-brainer, you know. So, I, uh, my brother and I we're each in our own separate beds, and I'm sure you guys have experienced this. Like you're 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 in your hotel room and you order quesadilla from room service, but you fall asleep before it gets there, and they just leave the quesadilla. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, you're drunk. And you're like, I want a quesadilla, and then you order it, and then by the time the quesadilla gets here, you're like, fucking. Zzzz. Um, and so, yo, I, I just want to address this. Did not get skinnier. And Andrew, mind your own fucking business. I don't really give a shit about the way you look. I'm super psyched with how I feel and how I look. I might've got skinnier. I might've not. Maybe you could just be here for the content. And if you don't like the content, then you can bounce the fuck off. And if you do, stick around and have some fun. But I would not worry about how, yo, if I was sick, I'd be in a fucking hospital or at a doctor's office. I just don't work out the way I used to work out. I like this. I feel better. I'm not always pulling up my shirts because they're fucking, this feels good. Do you know what I mean? So maybe I did. I don't, I don't weigh myself every day because I am not as concerned with it as much clearly as you are okay so you know what i'm saying it seems so crazy to me that you would ask a stranger those kind of questions anyways so um yeah dude daryl i don't this is this is free and it's my page and if you're gonna say some dumb shit like that then i'm gonna fucking address it for sure the microphone makes my butt look bigger. Hilarious. Funny ain't dependent on body size. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. So anyways, so there, I fall asleep and there is a little knock on the door. Pop, 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 pop. And I kind of open my eye. And I go to my, definitely still skinny ankles. Thanks, Jen. I go to my brother. I go, Dan. Dan. And he's asleep. And I was like, well, may, maybe hookers are like Jehovah's Witness. You know what I mean? If you just don't enter the door, they'll just go, you know, go find somebody else to fuck, you know? And then... I tried to go back to sleep and there was like a knock, like a wham, wham, wham on the door because I'm sure people are asleep a lot. So I'm like, 
see what this giant Puerto Rican looks like. So I kind of, I get out of bed, but I don't, I don't want the giant Puerto Rican to hear me just in case I don't want to open the door. So I kind of creep over and, um, I really carefully just look through the people, you know, and she's got her thumb over the people. And she was like, that, you got to open the door to see the goods. And I was thinking to myself, well, that's somebody who's been rejected through a peephole before. Do you know what I mean? Like if your thumbs over the peephole, that means somebody has looked through that peephole at you and been like, <laughs> no, thank you. You know? So yeah, Joey Diaz in a dress. That's right. So I'm like, oh boy, that made me even more curious. Is that weird? I was like, well, now I kind of got to see what's behind door number one. So I just kind of blow on my hands for good luck. You know what I mean? And I just, and I open the door, giant Puerto Rican, giant, probably definitely taller than me in heels. She had to be up around six, three. Now, the first word, not the first word, the first thing I did when I looked at her, I was like, okay, we can check the Adam's apple. We can check the Adam's apple. Now, some people have asked me, how come you didn't check for balls? And there's a good reason for that. Because if I reach and grab balls, grab for balls, and there are balls there, I've already grabbed balls, which I'm probably trying to avoid. So, and if I already grabbed the balls, I'm going to be like, well, fuck it. I already touched your balls. Come on in, you know? So I, I, I checked the Adam's apple. And then I asked, I said, hey, can I see your knuckles? Because man, look, man, there's a lot of very attractive uh, transvestites and, like, and, and transsexuals and like, where you're like, huh, what? Yo, I saw one dancing. I saw a woman dancing at a brunch in Miami, and I was like, "What? What am I looking at right now? That what's happening?" Right. So she was tall, but attractive, you know. So I was like, "Let me let me take a look at those knuckles. Not just hairy knuckles, but like man hands are different than women hands. That's it. Man hands." different than women hands. We, we, that's it. It's not, I'm not telling lies, you know, and the knuckles checked out. So I was like, okay, come on in. And oh, big hairy knuckles are a game changer, Joseph, for sure. What's going on, Germany? So I, in she comes and she's carrying this giant guys, giant purse. And she puts it down on the desk and it makes like a ram, like a loud noise. And I asked her jokingly, I'm like, what's, what's in the purse? And she was like, don't worry about what's in the purse. And I was like, well, now I'm really worried about what's in the purse. And then she saw my brother and she goes, no, 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 I'm not. I don't, nobody says anything about two. I'm not doing two. And I go, no, he's sleeping. And she was like, yeah, yeah. I've heard that before, which by the way, 
when she said, I've heard that before, I was like, that, well, you just told me a couple of things that has happened to you that I didn't need to know about, you know? And so I went over and I picked up his arm cause he was passed out and his arm just dropped, you know? And I was like, see, out. She goes, okay. And she goes, all right, here's the deal. And I'm trying to, I mean, I haven't, re I haven't told this story in a long time, but she was like, all right, here's the deal. And she had some rules for me. Uh, Rule number one, which made me laugh, she was like, rule number one is I no under no circumstances am I gonna tell you my real name. And I was like, Cool. Did you think we were gonna be Facebook friends? Like, I don't we don't need to be. We're not gonna be, you're gonna be a giant Puerto Rican when I tell this story. So it doesn't really matter what your name is. So cool on rule number one. And she said, rule number two, um, no sex from behind. And I that was a little hard for me to really wrap my brain around because one of the reasons to pick the Puerto Rican over the Asian is for the ass. Like if you're asking me, what was the big factor? The big factor is I'm assuming a giant Puerto Rican has a giant ass, which is something that I am not opposed to. And the petite Asian has probably a more of a petite ass, which is not in my wheelhouse. Right. So, um, I, so, you know, I'm like, why, why no, why no sex from behind? And she said, well, I don't want you taking off the condom. And I was like, taking off the condom. I, I put a condom on when I called you on the phone. Like I have a condom on each of my feet and one in my asshole. I've never had a hooker before. I don't know how this is going to shake out. Like, what do you mean? Take a condom off. She thought we'd be having sex from behind. And I'd be like, that's right. I'm going to get this hooker pregnant. Like what? Who's taking off the condom? I might put it. I might stop midway and put a fresh one on just in case. Just be like, you know what? This one's got a little wear tear on it. Let me throw seven more on and then laminate the tip of my dick shut off. Are you crazy? Who is going raw dog on a hooker? You dummies. Who is raw dogging hookers out there? I'm sure there are. What am I talking about? I know dudes. A lot of dudes. Most dudes. Anyways. Okay. So she takes, um, and she was like, look, and it's a, it's a pure straight up hour. And I was like, okay. And she, so she takes this egg timer out of her bag, like, like with a chicken on it, like, like it's something you cook eggs with, which made me laugh. And she turned it to an hour and she put it down on the table. And I told her, I, I was kind of laughing. I was like an hour. I mean, I appreciate the confidence, but. You could set it to a half hour and we'd still have plenty of time to hang out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like an hour. Whoa. What do you think's happening? So an hour. Who's fucking a hooker for an hour? Unless I had done like a pile of blow and drank a bottle of tequila. So no, Jacqueline, I would bet you. Most dudes, not most dudes, but most dudes that are fucking hookers. Nah, I can't say most, 
But I would bet you above 50% of the dudes that would fuck a hooker would do it without a condom. I am just basing that on me knowing guys a little bit. So she was like, here we go. Your time starts now. And I was like, okay. And um, this is what made it weird. And it's not weird yet, guys. This is basically right now how I think hookers go. She took off her top and she had nice boobs. And then she took off her bra and she had one fake titty and one real one. You hear? You hear? You hear? One fake titty, one real one. Her left titty looked like it had just had a stroke. It just ha- like her left titty looked like Stallone's lip. Like, hey, yo, Rocky! You know what I mean? Just like hanging, one hanging and one just, one was like, we're ready to party. And one was like, I'm sleepy. You know what I mean? And so I, I yeah, dude, like I asked her and she was like, yeah, I just couldn't afford to get them both done at the same time. And, and I was like, are you? are there doctors out there doing titties on Groupons? Like, yeah, one titty at a time. Yeah, I don't think you do one titty at a time. One titty at a time. Like, by the way, I want to see that plastic surgeon. I do titties one titty at a time. And by the way, I don't know why, I don't know why I hear that, uh, that doctor with a Southern accent. Like, the one titty at a time, doctor. Come on, everybody. Get that one titty at a time. So, and then she did something to me that like if you do this to another human being you you are positive that you can beat that person up so she gave me a two-hand push right to the chest right to the pectorals knocked me over on the bed and i think i made this noise ah i think i went oh and that's when i started to get a little scared because she hadn't taken her skirt off yet. She had one titty flopping around and one titty was paying attention to me, you know? And, um, and I made the "Ah," noise, which seems like she probably heard that and was like, I'm going to fuck this guy up. And I'm still worried about what's in the bag. What's in the bag that was so heavy that you want to show me later. And all of a sudden, guys, I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm right away. I'm like, I, I, I'm too nervous about what's about to go down. Cause she told me, she was like, I'm a, she was like, I'm a fuck you till you cry. I'm like, well, wait about three seconds. (laughs) I am like real close to tears right now, you know? And so I told her, I go, Hey, I got off the bed and I hand her the money that I had. And I go, Hey, you know what? This isn't for me. And she looked at the money and she said, um, she said, Stephanie, how old was she? Does she have a saggy tit? It was just saggier than the other one, which was fake. You know what I mean? I don't know how old she was, but one was definitely saggier than the other. You know, I, I am a comedian. So for effect, I'll probably make it sound saggier than it was. You know, you know how it goes. 
So you know what I mean? So uh, just enjoy the story. So, <laughs> but she was probably early thirties. Um, so I, I gave her the money and she said to me, um, is, is this an insult? I was like, no, no, this is the money I owe you. She goes, no, no, no. You can't fuck me. That's an insult. Are you insulting me? And I was like, no, no, no. I'm actually insulting me. I'm too much of a pussy to have sex with you. You've pushed me over. You're clearly stronger than me. I'm, I'm having trouble with the titty situation. I don't know what's in the bag. You haven't taken your skirt off yet. You could have a dick. I'm out. Do you know what I mean? It, it, by the way, it sounds like I'm on Shark Tank listing all the reasons why I'm not investing. But those were the reasons I weren't investing, you know? And so I gave her the money and she was like, look, I'm going to need some more money for the insult. And I was like, insult? She goes, yeah, the insult. So I'm going to need an extra $200 or you're not going to like who shows up at that door. Now, I have heard stories about people being found dead in hotel rooms in Vegas. And I didn't want that to happen for me and my brother who, by the way, still asleep. And all I knew was that whoever, look, I was sure she could beat me up, but whoever she's calling to the door is the person who beats her up. So for sure, I can't beat that person up. So it's not a good situation for me. And I'm getting a little nervous and we go back and forth a little bit and she takes out her phone. And right when she takes out her phone, my brother wakes up. He's been away. And he goes, Hey, I got $200 in my pocket. Tell her to get the fuck out of here. And I was like, what? What? And I give her the money and I go, dude, were you awake the whole time? He was like, are you new? Like, yeah, I was awake. And I go, but I did the arm trick. He goes, yeah, yeah, so what? Like, I heard you. I knew you were coming over. Like, I go, why would you pretend to be asleep? He goes, I want to see what would happen. And I go, dude, she was about to get real fucking serious. He was like, yeah, I really wanted to see if she was going to pull a dildo out of that bag. And I was like, fuck. It was quite a night. Now, that's right, Joshua. He was like, asleep? Why would I sleep through that? But so that for me was my weirdest. And there was no sex involved. It was just the weirdest. And I call it a sexual experience because I saw two titties. Um, You know what I mean? Oh, the iron dildo. That's what she, I mean. And I asked him, I go, dude, if she had brought a dildo out. And he goes, yeah. And I was like, are you saying you you were going to let her do something to me with that dildo. And he was like, nah, dude, I'd have never done that. I'd have jumped in before that happened. I go, thanks. He goes, he goes, <laughs> he goes but I, I would have let her tease your hole a couple of times. <laughs> tease my hole. Huh? What the fuck? Yeah. I don't know what makes awkward sexual experience funnier than normal. Is it because we're all super vulnerable in those times? How old was I? Oof. Um, probably late 20s is what I would guess. Uh, late 20s feels right. I think so. Um, 
But when you queef, what? Oh, dude, my brother was the best. I'd have done the same thing. Because, you know, as your brother, here's what brothers do best. What brothers do best is this. They're not, they don't want to see you get hurt. They don't want to see something happen to you that fucks up your life. But they would like to see you walk right up to that line. They they would like you to be uncomfortable and scared and, and have some bodily fluid come out and fucking make weird noises and embarrass yourself and be humiliated. And, and so they have a story on you for the rest of your life. They would love that. That's what brothers are supposed to do. But he wasn't going to let me get violated with the fucking crippler. You know what I mean? Oh, by the way, guys, if my um, picture goes down for a second, it might be the battery in the camera. That's what I've been figuring out. And I have a new one on the ready. So brothers are like farts and white boogers on you in my experience. Light farts and white boogers on you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so if you have, I'm going to put the link. One time your brother arrested you? What? You know what? Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to loosen it up a little bit. That was hilarious. Definitely the edible brother. Hilarious. Yeah, actually, let's do the sexual experience. Because you know what we'll do on another pod is we'll do funniest or worst or best thing that your brother, one of your siblings has done to you. Um, and there you go. An error occurred. Um. There you go, guys. So there's the link. If you got a funny story you want to share, please jump on board. Uh, I would love to hear it. Ah. Oh. Am I, oh, I see James. Hey, everybody. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, all right. I don't know what that means. Um, if I wasn't at the gym right now, I would totally join and share mine. I have two god awful ones that still make me cringe laugh. At least we're ready for them whenever you whenever you are, you know. Chuck says, I have one hell of a story about a hooker in New Orleans. Chuck, now's the time to tell it, man. Now the, hit that link. Let's go. Yeah, let's tighten the topic up. You know what I mean? That's a little uh let's let let's hear it. I'm I'm on board for hearing that story. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. Did I tell you Beth and I are going to spend three months, I told you, in Las Vegas? I told you the reason why that we've decided, Tina, tell. We've decided that three months out of the year, excuse me, we're going to live somewhere else. Why not, man? Like, like, why not? Empty nesters and and only one, only one life, and I want to see and experience as much as I can. So, we're really excited about it. We're excited to be in Vegas. It's gonna, by the way, it's gonna change the high live altogether. Just so you know, because I'm gonna be doing it at one of the. Ooh, look at my ear. At one of the. Um, dispensaries there look at that thing
If you guys aren't watching, if you're listening, I know this is really weird, but I'm doing some stuff. My ears have gotten over the last couple months floppier, and I'm blaming the masks because they pull here and they're making it go like this. So I have way more of a <laughs> monkey look than I've ever had in my life. Now you guys know that I can do this. This is always a good one. I haven't showed you guys that. Oh, if you're listening and not watching, you're missing out. So guys, my ears, I don't think they have cartilage. Like yours roll over on top, right? Mine are flat and a little pointy here. They're very elven, but this, I can't even feel this, right? This, there's no nothing. It just is bendy and rolly and flat, you know, but oh, you know what I do want to do before we get into the stories? Stories are next. I played this the other night on the um, high live, but I wrote a new song. Uh, yo, this is what I fucking love about stand-up. On Saturday night in Seattle, Saturday afternoon, I wrote a song and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this Saturday night. That's so cool about my job. Like, you know what? I'm just going to change how I do it. It's okay. Aaron says, I'm trying to stuff my ear into my ear hole out of here. It's not easy. I'll show you one more time. I'll do it slowly. Okay. See here? You got grab it like this. Now, if it gets too warm, it won't stay. It's best on cold days. Grab it like this. You got to grab your thumb and just stuff it right in there. And then you can just flip it out. Yeah, Michelle, it's, it's disturbing. I love the fact that you guys are all trying to stuff your ears into your ear holes. <laughs> You're all, the chat's like, I'm just trying to stuff my ears into my ear holes. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching you guys down below all trying to stuff your ears and your ear holes. It's fucking making me laugh. Whew. Yeah, Rhonda, it might not stay on the first try. Um, Kelly, be happy that your ears aren't big enough. All right, let me sing this song, and then we're going to get to the stories for you guys, all right? So this is what it's like to have dinner with, oops, I'm moving the mic all over the place. Sorry. This is what it's like to have dinner with my wife. Here we go. It sounds a little off, but I don't have my tuner. So here we go. Here we are out to dinner. Say you're watching your figure. You order a salad. Here we are. Waiter drops the food. You say mine looks good. And you reach for my plate Don't want to share my fries with you You should have ordered fries, why didn't you? You know you like these fries, why don't you? 
Order your own fries, that's what you should do. Don't want to share my fries with you. Don't want to share my fries. And here we are, home from the date. You say it is getting late. And you go to bed. And here we I crawl in. I am horny. I pull you toward me. And you say, not tonight. I'm not in the mood, are you? Maybe if I had had more food, I would do. Maybe just one more fright. Fry or two, and I'd be right on top of you. You should have shared your fries, why didn't you? You should have shared your fries. There you go. I like that one, man. That's, I, I do like that one. I, I can't wait to shoot the video for that one, actually. The video for that one for me is like, ooh, I'm going to have Beth shoot it so it looks super cinematic. Uh, Kelly says, sounds like my wife and I after, yeah, 20 a marriage, but never. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to share their fries. That's right, Nicole. Payback is a bitch. Um. Oh, thank you, Michelle. I appreciate it. All right. Well, let's get to some of your stories. And, uh, you know, James, you were the first one I saw. So let's hop on, man. What's up, brother? How you been, man? It's been a while since I've been on. How you been? I, I Good. I took some time off. and I, I uh, just completed my uh, the 75 hard challenge with Andy Frisella. Heard of that? No. What is it? Tell me about it. So it's, it's a mental program where you work out twice a day. One has to be outside. You have to drink a gallon of water a day. Um, no alcohol or cheat meals. Yeah, it was. Tough. How many days? How long did you do it, dude? So you got to do it seventy-five days. If you mess up on some of the challenges, then you have to start over from day one. And did so you do all seventy-five? All seventy-five. Read ten pages of a self-help book a day. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, it was tough. Okay. And, and how are you feeling right now? Tell me about everything, dude. I love this stuff. Tell me about everything. Okay. So I feel amazing. It's, it was, it was great. I mean, it was stand up. Let's take a look at you, bro. Well, if you could tell my color is different. Yeah. Last time. I'm not as red as I was, but. Dude, you're looking I mean, good, bro. I, I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. And so, and then, you know, I'm having a beer. Today, because yeah. I can't. I can how, right? how many days past the seventy-five are you? Uh, about three weeks. My man, congratulations! First of so, all, it 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 is so cool to set a goal like this. And this seventy-five days is a lot, man. And yeah, my it, wife did it with me too. 
it's a may and it's all by the way always easier to do it with somebody for sure but i am super fucking that is super cool man i'm really proud of you man that's awesome that's awesome a great great, uh girl story if you want to hear let's hear it let's hear it let's hear it okay so this is probably about 23 years ago me and my buddy by the way don't say probably when you're that specific 23 years it's definitely 23 years ago yeah don't pretend like you don't know (laughs) i want to know probably 23 and a half years ago yeah so yeah you're right you're right yeah we uh this is in a town called Huntsville, Texas. Okay. Sam Houston State University. And I think we, me and my buddy had taken probably about three hits of acid. Yeah. And it was gel. So, you know, kind of, and then we also took some, we dropped one in our eyelid. What? Yeah. You know, you know, it used to come in like liquid form in a vial and you could take one and drop it in your eyelid and it's instant. What? Yeah, I've never heard of that before. Yes. Yeah, so we used to do that. Wait, wait, wait. You drop acid in your eyeball, bro? Yeah, just like I drop. Just one. Don't do more than one. Everything else you take orally. <laughs> so This is amazing. This is yeah. absolutely amazing. I'll keep going. So we go out. We go out to the bar that night. You know, being around a lot of people can get a little freaky and stuff like yeah. that. Acid, yeah. right? We didn't care. Well, there, there's these two girls, and they were rather big women. And they were known as the Twin Tons. That's the how big they were. Okay, That's yeah. how big they were. Yeah. So my buddy, he he liked bigger women. And he's like, hey, we're going over to these girls' house. Their trailer, they're having a party, blah, blah, blah. After so let party. me just set the scene. You've dropped acid in your eyeballs. And now right. you're going to a trailer in hopes of having sex with two very large women. He was hoping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Okay, got it. Got it. Yeah, got I it. just okay. had to go. But he said they were having a party. I was like, yeah. when I say party, I'm like, okay, there's going to be other people there. No. Yeah. This party is out in the middle of the fucking woods down a dirt road with no lights, and we show up, and we're the only people that show up. Right? <sighs> exactly. So my buddy's like, we get there, and there's just them two, and they're like, hey, my buddy's like, hey, we're going to go back here. How high are you, by the way? At this time, how high are you? Dude, I am I'm like, dude, don't leave me. Don't yeah, leave that me. high. Not I don't like, want to be alone high. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. But he left me alone with his other the Woman. other time. Yeah. He went with the other time. <laughs> right, goes, right. Goes back and does what he needs to do. Oh, hold on. My oh, camera yeah. just hold on. Let me just change my battery, guys. Hold on one second. I came prepared this time. Believe it or not. Oh, you just missed a big shot. Hold on. Sorry about that, but this, I, I put my big boy pants on and I, and I'm ready for the changeover. I know all of you are super surprised that I actually have my shit together, but guess what? That's how we do it. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Now I just got to figure out how to put this back in the no-no hole. All right. Nailed it. Right? Huh? There you go. Who saw that coming that I knew how to do that shit? Who? Let me just ask you something. Let me ask you an honest question. How many of you thought that I would be able to get this back up and running? 
Just one, probably. All right, okay, keep going. All right, here we go. So, so this motherfucker, he he was being selfish, and I'm okay with it. Whatever, I, we're fucked up. I didn't care. But he, I was like, well, and the girl, the other girl that was with me was like, do you want to watch a movie? I'm like, sure. We what do you want to watch? I couldn't tell you what we watched, but we watched the movie. And we watched a whole movie. My buddy was gone for the whole entire time, and it was like a two-hour movie. Finally, the movie's over, and I think we started another movie, and he comes out. He goes, you ready? I said, yes, I'm ready. So we leave their house. I told you this was in the back off in the woods down a dirt road. Driving on this dirt road, he gets a flat tire at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no. No lights. We're tripping no. on acid and no, have no. to change a flat tire in the fucking woods. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, we didn't have cell phones with uh, lights on them back then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. We, it took us about an hour and a half to change a tire. We got it changed. <laughs> After we get it changed, my buddy goes, yo. After, which we get it changed, my buddy goes, oh, I left my watch at her house. Oh, no. So we have to go back. He had just gotten that watch from his dad for uh, Christmas or something. <laughs> so we have to turn around. Oh, no. The house. And so we pull up into their driveway. And he's like, dude, you got to go get out. You got to get out and go knock on the door. I was like, motherfucker, it ain't my watch. Yeah. Yes, dude, just go do it. So I get out. Right as I'm about to knock on the door, the door opens. An arm sticks out holding a watch. And so I was like, oh, looking at my buddy, pointing at the watch. I grabbed the watch and just walked off and we fucking hauled ass. Dude, <laughs> amazing. Amazing story, dude. But that yeah, was amazing. It was, it was a fun time. I appreciate you sharing that with me, man. And by the way, dude, fuck yeah in that 75 days. I'm a hundred. That's super dope. Congratulations. I appreciate it, man. I'll be back more often now. So I, I hope good. so, man. Always good talking to you. Good talk to you guys. Later. Later. First of all, great story. Second of all, that 75 days is balls to the wall. I, I have to adjust the um, focus on the computer on the camera hold on a second i mean it could be the fact that i i don't have my glasses on but i don't think so hold on hold on i just gotta adjust the camera i gotta put the microphone where my head it kind of is and then i gotta get over here and i gotta touch the screen and then i gotta do this Like that. That's perfect. And then I come back in. What? Whoa, that was close. All right. Nailed it. It's definitely out of focus, right? That was a great story. That was an absolutely great story, James. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, this is, we got a newbie here, so I want to hear this. Chief. Yay, what's up? What's up, my man? How you doing, dude? Good. Uh, where, where are you at, brother? I'm in Ohio. All right. What part of yep. Ohio? Um, about an hour west of Columbus, um, Indian Lake. 
right. I, I love that Columbus Club. I'll be there in January. Uh, I'll be there. Oh, awesome, man. Was, tell me, dude. The one at Easton? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me. What kind of, what story you got for me? Um, Hold on. Who's calling Okay. Me? Where's that noise coming from? Oh, that's my brother. Can you hear that? <laughs> Isn't that ironic? No, I can't hear it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so tell uh, me. So I got two stories, my brother, the cop, either one you want, either the one where he chokes me or arrests me. Which one you want? Oh, hold on one second. Hold on one second. I'm going to ask. I think the choking, the choking one is more interesting. Oh, it is? Yes. Uh, I mean. My brother, the cop. He's a okay. good guy, but, you know, he's still. Let's. A anyway. So. Um, Let's hear it. Yeah. I, I was like 19 years old. I'm 38 now. It's old, a long time ago. Um, so my, I was living with my parents at 19 and I'm the youngest of the family. Right. And so they go on vacation to Hawaii and I have this genius idea. I'm going to, I'm going to remodel their bathroom while they're gone. I'm going to hook them up. I'm going to do a good, I'm going to do a good thing. No, I ran it by, I ran it by him first. You know, I said, we, what do you want? What kind of sinks and uh, tile work you want? Uh-huh. And then this, all right, all right. So I'm in the garage doing uh doing the Lord's work. <laughs> yeah. I was partaking in the uh the cannabis and I was having a good time, you know, just doing some work. And uh he pulls up and the garage just smells like weed. Oh my god. And he's freaking out and he has his nephew with him. He was like, What the what the fuck you think you're doing? What are you doing? I said, I'm, uh, I'm remodeling here, man. What do you think I'm doing? It smells like weed. I was like, yeah. It's because there was some on fire earlier. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, put, I put it out, though. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Put it out. Took care of it. It's gone. <laughs> so in front of his nephew, he decides to... Uh, it's it's a good idea to pick me up like like that scene in Predator where he picks him up and chokes him up against the tree. Yeah, he did that in the in the garage there in front of his little five year old nephew. Like, what good is this doing? I'm not, I'm not yeah, committing dude. any crime. I'm doing a good deed here. Come on. Yeah, I'm remodeling mom and dad's bathroom. Jesus, wow, dude. So you got the Predator treatment in the garage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, full send. But let me ask you a more important question. How'd the bathroom turn out? Turned out great, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? What was your remodel? Let me ask you. What, what did you do? Uh, well, the previous owner was in a wheelchair of the house. So everything was low. Like the countertops got were it, like, got it. you got to wash your hands down here. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah, so I, I yeah, put it yeah. on stilts and... Uh, I, like I lifted the sinks up and stuff like that, changed the tile out. Um, That's amazing. Shower head, simple stuff, you know. Well, Chief Dude, thank anyway, you so much for sharing yeah, yeah. that story, my man. Thank you. All right, buddy. Good talking to you. Guys, I, I got put in a handicap room once in Arizona. I, I I used to drive, I used to have a Saturn. You remember those cars, the Saturns? And I had a Saturn with no air conditioning. And I drove the the gig was in lake havasu and i drove there with joey diaz and it, no ac and we were smoking weed the whole way 
and it was hot and we were sweating and windows down window up. It didn't matter. And so I, I remember on the way down, I was like, Hey, get me that visine. And I put a little visine in my eye and I hadn't thought about it. It had also been in an unconditioned air conditioned car. I put, I basically put boiling water into my eyeball. I remember it went, tsst. I was like, ah, like brutal. When we opened the visine, it went like, I should have known better. Anyways, so they put me in this room. I had never stayed in a handicap room before. And so the shower, you know, was the same level as the ground. And the nozzle was like, if this is the ground, this far off the ground. And, and it shot the water out at you. It was fucking. And then I got out of this crazy and there was a snake in the room and I ended up outside the room naked. Uh, I was, it was a fucking crazy. It was a bananas weekend, but most of my weekends with Joe Diaz have been bananas. Most. Oh, you've done that too, Tony. Um. Okay. Hold on. Let's get somebody else to tell us a fun a fun sex story remember everybody that's what we're gonna do fun one or weird or anything like that what you got i got a fun one but you got a uh, weird one yeah well okay so i was 16 years old me and my friends we went up to the mountains and you know drinks are flowing drugs are passing around and we all what kind of drugs at 16 are you doing Ecstasy, mushrooms, oh, what a great and marijuana. Girl. Yeah, well, it was for a little bit. Yeah, yeah everybody <laughs> well, not now. Not fun, now. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always that one fucking person. Yeah. So uh, everything was flowing, everything was going good, and we all decided to not have sex with each other. But like me and this guy were together, and my friend right, was right. with her guy. So we were going, and they ruined it for us because he had whiskey dick. <laughs> <laughs> and Poor she dude. was tugging and pulling and tugging. <laughs> it's like when you're trying to start a lawnmower and it just won't turn over and you're pulling on it you're like this is like, nothing is zing like, I got in deep you're like you know she had cramps <laughs> <laughs> my girl was putting in work <laughs> carpal we tunnel she's... and it just turned into Oh, that old Royale in there. No, nothing. So, yeah, Listen, yeah, you if you're tugging on it for more than I would say five minutes, if you're trying, and to that milk seems it. like a long time. <laughs> if you're trying to milk it and there's no milk, yeah, man, then just you know what? It's time to turn on an episode of Friends and find something else to do. <laughs> you, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There's other fun things you can do. You are taking milk mushrooms milk. in ecstasy, so there's milk. some other shit to do besides pulling on dicks. I mean, pulling on dicks is on the list, but if you, if you, I think it if, was because he was from freshly from New York. So I think the elevation, because we were in the mountains camping. Oh, yeah. Could have been. Like I said, it could have been Whiskey Dick. It could have been the elevation. Yeah, it could have been the elevation. It could have been ecstasy, mushrooms, and weed. And yeah, you booze. don't mix those together. No, sometimes that fucks with your. Sometimes you don't go too hard. Yeah. Or you don't go too hard. Or you don't get hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good one. Thank you, Ray Ray. See ya. Right. I mean, yeah, dude, you can't. 
hilarious. Joshua says, yeah, I'm sure the elevation was his, was his excuse. Yeah, that would have been mine too. Fucking elevation. Fucking elevation. That's a problem. Fucking elevation. Uh, elevation. Hilarious. You know what I love about guys is that all you got to do is give them a tiny excuse and be like, what do you say? Elevation? Might that be it? Elevation. It was elevation. Fucking elevation. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, what are you saying that sometimes if I'm barefoot, I can't get hard? Yeah, it was my I was barefoot, fucking barefoot. I was barefoot, fucking barefoot. Like, guys are ridiculous. Okay. Well, yo, it's a fucking. Uh, no. Okay. The elevation. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'll, whatever excuse, if I can't get hard, whatever excuse you give me is the one I'm going to use. Oh, yeah, you said my name wrong. Yeah, that bothered me so much. You said my name wrong? Yeah, you said my name wrong. I couldn't get hard. You said my name wrong. My name, that's not how you say my name. It's just, that's not how you say my name. You said my name wrong. Um, okay. A couple more, guys, and then I got to run. Um, oh, boy. This, I think, we're all looking forward to hearing. Hey, Robbie. Hey, <laughs> You know me. Buddy, it's first of all. time. First of all. What's going we're, on? We're, our headphones are matching. Yeah. But you're coming at me. You look super professional with the mic. And before you start with the story that we are all going to love, <laughs> please tell me, because I want to check in on you and how you're doing. Um, please tell me how, how it's feeling with the podcast and how you're feeling in general it, with being supported and all that stuff. Uh, so far, so good good uh still a couple things that i'm working with uh with my instructors at school so uh because i never done a podcast and they're teaching me the ins and outs and how to set everything up so okay uh just taking everything uh i'm learning from them and then obviously we're gonna get this put together here in the next couple of weeks can i make um, one suggestion yes every night if i were you i would turn on the recorder and I would record what you think an episode is because yeah. by the, by the time you get to recording one, you'll be more comfortable, but two, you may already have six episodes where you're like, these are fucking bangers. It's I already have. I'm, yeah. I already have six is, episodes. I already got five demo or well, five episodes right now. Great. Great. I was just practicing in a way of just, like you said, getting comfortable. And I'm at that point right now. I am comfortable where I could just, talk about random stuff random topics but obviously Good. my direction is going towards sports so a lot of my sports talk is obviously here in my local you know around the chicago team That's so perfect perfect yeah it's nothing but it, it's going to venture me into you know other areas so perfect this is a stepping stone so i'm eager to get this going uh, i mean obviously i'm gonna have you as my first guest so i'm, I'm really happy to have that uh, Listen, dude. I promised you that I would I would be your first guest, and I will one hundred percent do that for you. I'm a, I'm actually excited. Uh, I will be getting a hold of you sometime here in a couple of days to kind of schedule that. I know you're a busy guy. We're both busy guys here. So, and next week I graduate. So I graduate. Congratulations, from this, dude. Uh, Eight month program, and then I go into another six month program. So I'm not done yet. My I'm furthering my education still in the. Uh, broadcasting and everything so i'm 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 happy listen robbie uh i'm happy you're happy but i'm i'm happy that you're finding some things that you like to do and not only that dude that you are 
honoring your commitment to yourself. And that's yes. really important to do. Yes. Really important. I'll be the first graduate in my family. So this means a lot that's to me. So uh, cool. It's a huge accomplishment on my side and on, yep. and on my part too. So, and I also want to give a big shout out to your fans, Ray Ray and all of them for following me and supporting me, giving me the hype that I need. Uh, you got your, your fans are unbelievable. I can, I, that's all I could say about your fans is that, you know, they're, they really know how to back you up. So you may be feeling down and not feeling supportive, but then they're right there supporting you. They're always on my live feeds and giving me support and everything. So I greatly appreciate you guys and everything. That's super cool to hear, man. I, and I'm, it's, uh, it's humbling that, that those type of people are on this page. It's super cool for me to know that that type of person supportive person or, or that and i know there are a bunch of them on this page not just ray ray with oh joshua misty and crystal Brandon, and joshua yeah, and cat and linda and yes. everybody it's a great group of people so yes um but I, travis mm -hmm. bradley they're but all honest, they're all wonderful people yeah, honestly, Robbie, I think we all want to hear the story about you getting spanked. Okay. So let's hear. So it. it's not me getting spanked. Uh, we already said that story, but it has okay. to do with a, uh, a hooker again. I was stationed in Hawaii, so obviously there's not much to do on an island other than Waikiki hitting the clubs and everything. So this one night, I was like, I want to get a hooker again, because the second, the first time I had one was the best one. Like I'm like, okay, I gotta have like, what can I top? that first time my experience with the hooker so i went out went around the block a couple of times kind of scout who i wanted and everything so i found this really tall big black woman and i asked her i was like hey how much would i have you just to come in my room and she goes well it all depends and it goes by hour i'm like all right by well, the way are, the are you are you dressed like you're in the service right now no well okay the haircut. Right, 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 right. Okay. Haircut, obviously, but I'm just in street clothes. So I was like, all right, let's 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 go upstairs. Let's do this. So we go upstairs and we're having, you know, we're getting into it and everything. She goes, well, what would you like for me to do? I was like, well, I've already had my ass spanked, but I want to spank you. So I never had, you know, I never spanked a woman in my life at that point in my time. So I was 20 years old, young in the military. <laughs> I want to speak. I wanted to feel spontaneous. So she goes, "Okay, well, um, I'll allow it under the circumstances. It's you know, I'll tell you how hard and and so on and so forth." I'm like, "Okay, I agree." So we're getting into it, and this is, I mean, a really big, thick girl, big booty. I mean, you hit that damn thing and it was waves. <laughs> Wave. I was, and it was getting, it was turning yeah. me on. I was, by like, the way, I, is... that's how I used to refer to I used to refer to it as the tidal wave of love. Yes. Because <laughs> you were creating a tsunami you on were, her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like oh, yeah. you kind of want to just put a little tow boat. On yeah, <laughs> we're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, we're after all this is done. She goes, um, "It's gonna be about two fifty. I'm like, "All right, all right." Go in my pocket. I have no money. What? So I what, got, what, what? Why do you have no money? Well, because I didn't know how much it was gonna cost. But you had no money. 
I had my card. Right, like, right, 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 right. So I was like, hey, let me go down to the lobby. I'll go draw some money for you. I'll be right back. She goes, okay. Yeah, I was a bad boy. I dipped out on her and then paid the two fifty. <laughs> I got a nice little re- <laughs> I got a good reaction. I got some action out of it. I just left. I left the lobby and she was up there by herself in a hotel. I wonder room. how long she stayed there. I yeah. don't know. See that to this day, that's the one thing that bothered. How long did she stay up there that's before she the realized I was about- not well? By the way, there's others. <laughs> let, let, let me just say this. First of all, I I lay the responsibility of this almost entirely on her shoulders. As a hooker, you have got to know that you've got to get the money up front. Like there's no yeah. no, she didn't even ask me up front. No, you can't. I think as a hooker, you have to know your clientele. Yeah. And the clientele is not probably dying to give you money. <laughs> But before the clientele comes, they're willing to give you money. But after the orgasm, my uh, motivation to give you money is a lot lower. Yes. (laughs) A lot lower, but... It's funny because, like, so I went to the lobby and everything, and of all people, guess who was there in the lobby looking for me? My damn Marine. no guys marine guys i was like hey what's going on where were you i was like uh we gotta go so let's 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 head back to let's bounce out of here yeah we end up going to another club and everything sure enough we went and we left the club at four in the morning there she is right back on that corner did you say hi to her no (laughs) yeah (laughs) yo man you're lucky she didn't see you that would not have been never ran into her ever again from that point on never ran into her again i mean that's I mean, probably it's a good. big, it's kind of big island, but yeah. you know, Robbie, uh, before I let you go, and by the way, great story, but before I let you go, there have been a bunch of people in the chat asking about the name of your podcast. Is that my brother? Oh, is that Adam Wolf? Like Adam Wolf, my brother? I can't see the picture. I can't either. It kind of does look like your son or brother. Son, A- I don't Adam, know. Adam Wolf, like you, Adam Wolf, the that, Adam Wolf, the Adam Wolf, huh? If so, I'm gonna have him come on. <laughs> um, wow, oh, Robbie. So, the name of the podcast is uh, Robbie's World of Sports, it's the uh, name of my radio show here in Chicago. You can always catch me every Tuesday, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time on sportstownchicago.com. This is awesome, dude. So I'm excited. Like I said, uh, I'll uh, going to be have guest uh, radio host uh, to just come in if they feel like uh, they have what it takes to talk about sports. I'm inviting people in the Chicago area to kind of just come in, sit in one of my shows, and we'll just talk about sports. Kind of give them that uh, opportunity to see what it's like. So, uh, yeah. This this is amazing, dude. But, yeah, I enjoy doing what I do. I love it. Thanks to you. Josh and all, you all your friends out there. Peace. Love you. Hi, Robbie. Thanks, buddy. Hey, so a couple things before we get to a few more of these stories. Um, that bringing Robbie on encapsulates what I hope this podcast is, everybody. Funny, weird, 
which was the story, but like also human us helping each other. It's possible to have all that stuff. It's possible to get the entertainment that you want, but also be human. And so the fact that there are people on here, yo, independent of me, it's not like I'm telling people to go find Robbie or go look up his stuff or go get on his live feeds. Do you know what I mean? That's not something I'm doing. That that's something you guys are doing independent of me, which is so cool to know that that's the type of person that's on here. So thank you. Truly thank you. It's what I've always wanted, which is, you know, my, for me, my wheelhouse is just the combination. And when I say wheelhouse, I don't know if it's what I do the best, but I know it's what I like the most. And my wheelhouse is the combination of heart and laughter. Like I, you know what guys, I want to feel. I wasn't always like that, but I want to feel I, what I tried to avoid for a long time now reminds me that I'm alive. It reminds me that this is, you know, f those feelings, good or bad. And I don't, I try not to label them anymore, but those feelings, this is what makes you alive. This is what makes you a person, a human person right? Those feelings. And so don't run from them. You know, I read a quote that really fucking stopped me in my tracks. You know, we all seem to take our individual pain, right? And the way we talk about it, we talk about it like, yeah, but you wouldn't understand, but oh yeah, but this is what I'm going through. But I could bring anybody on this chat on right now and say, tell me what's going on in your life. And all of them could have a story about, well, fucking you know, this or this or this. Every single one of us has something in our lives. And so the quote was, pain doesn't make you unique. It makes you human. Ooh. That's the truth. Struggle doesn't make you unique. Don't come on, don't come on here and, and talk about your, I don't need, none of us need to hear every time the struggle. It doesn't make you unique your pain or your struggle, that doesn't make you special. It makes you human. It makes you human. You know what I mean? And so we owe it to ourselves as people to lift each other up. You, that's, you know, relationships, this that's the fucking that's the sauce everybody that's what we're here for is human interaction this is what why we're here is to meet other people and make relationships and laugh and cry and be happy and be sad and the whole fucking thing you know you can look at it as bad or you can look at it as oh this is what it, this is what it is to be a human being there are ups and there are downs not good and bad it's life. There isn't a single person's life that has been all good. 
You can look at the richest motherfucker out there and be like, they have, you don't know what goes on in their day. They might be the unhappiest person on earth. And just because you, because you don't have money or have what they have doesn't mean that they're happy. So, yeah, you know, comparing yourself to other people is like the worst thing you can do. It's the worst. You're not in a competition with anybody except for yourself. Those people that you're comparing them, yourselves to, I promise you, probably don't even fucking know you exist. I don't mean that to be an asshole. But I know that the people that I compare myself to, they don't have an inkling that I'm in a race with them. or, And I'm not talking about like doing stuff like on the freeway like where I race other cars and they don't know I'm racing them. And I always win, by the way. I always win. Fuck them. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in your life when you're looking at what other people have and what you don't have. You realize that as much as you do that where you're like, I don't have... There are millions of people who can look at your life the same way and be like, oh, I wish I had a roof. You have a fucking refrigerator? Wait, your toilet flushes? Wait, your water runs? So perspective. Don't compare yourself to other people. You're, that is always going to make you feel bad. That is always going to make you feel bad. You're in a competition with you. Are you better than you were yesterday? That's it. Are you happier than you were the yesterday? You know, I used to tell myself when I was single and I was raising those kids and Joe, Joe, I can't read those, but I'm going to bring you on in a second. Okay. Um, and I only can't read them because I don't have my glasses and I'm blind as fuck today. But, and I forget what I was talking about. So I'll bring you on right now. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. Wait. Yeah. I didn't see Adam. Did he come back on Kiefer? Did Adam come back on? Um, Braden said, tried to tell you this last week, the butterfly circus, the limitless man has no arms and no legs, but the circus master says you do have an advantage. The greater the struggle, the more glorious the triumph. Yeah. But again, it's that word struggle. It, it's a struggle if you decide it is. Or it could just be what life is and that nothing's handed to you. So in life, there's shit you have to do. Now, if you want to look at that as struggle, then guess what? You're always going to be in the struggle because you're defining it as such. You are saying, this is what I am. This is who I am. I struggle. And so you know what you're going to do for the rest of your life? Fucking struggle. That's it. Or not struggle. This is life. I'm working towards this goal. This is awesome that I get to do this. Yo, none of you were born in Afghanistan hanging off the fucking side of a plane because you think life is better somewhere else. You imagine how bad that life is where you're like, fuck it. Instead of staying here where I live, I'm going to hang on to this plane that's taken off and I'm going to roll my dice. I'm going to roll the dice there. What? Like, you know what I mean? Perspective, everybody. And just be careful about the words you use with yourself. 
like I said, struggle is up to you. That's how you're defining it. It's life. Everybody kicks rocks for a while. Everybody. But do you see yourself as that person who kicks rocks? Because if you do, you'll always kick rocks. If you see yourself, you're like, look, man, I know this, I know this isn't who I am. Have you ever seen somebody, and I have as a comic, just starting, you're like, yo, yo, bro, take it down a notch on the fucking confidence. But every person I've ever said that about eventually has been wildly successful. And what it made me realize was, oh, they're successful because in their mind, they always were. There was never any doubt in their brain. This is who I am. I'm a fucking rock star. And they carried themselves that from open mic to doing arenas. But that attitude never changed. And so, no worry, Tony. Thank you. But that's who they always were. And so that's who they are. But if you're somebody who struggles in your brand, you're like, this is a struggle. I struggle. I struggle. That's who you're going to be. That's what I believe. That's what I believe. So um, I do want to hear a couple more stories, guys. And then I got a jet. Um, let me, first of all, I don't want to talk to this dude. Did you do an open mic last night, man? I did. Can you hear me? Yeah. So, so tell me about it. Oh, it was hilariously horrible in all the wrong ways. <laughs> oh, I fucking love that, dude. Hey, can I ask you? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Can I ask you how you felt after and how you feel today and all that stuff? It was exhilarating. It was a high. Uh, It was horrible. It was a horrible high, but it was (laughs) exhilarating. I loved it. But uh, it was almost an out of body experience. But my body said, no, motherfucker, you don't believe in me. So I experienced all of it. Yo, man, I'm legitimately so happy for you. Legitimately happy. The open mic really helped me out. He really, he had eye contact whenever, whenever my notes turned into hieroglyphics and I started speaking Yiddish. I actually said, oy vey. But uh, <laughs> he looked at me. He looked at me and was like, "I feel you. I know your pain. I know what you're going through. Muscle through it. You'll get through it." And I did. But it was funny. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, but but this thing that you were that made you feel so anxious, right? You yeah. have gotten through. Now it's the next day, and I'm sure you th- your thought isn't about oh my god. Oh, you I'm sure some of your thoughts are oh I should have done this. Oh, you know what I could do? I could do this, and and oh, my, yeah, my thoughts were why didn't I just read my notes and get through my entire five minute set? That was my thought yeah. the entire time. But, but but here's what's great, dude. Right? What's great is that thing that you were so scared of instead of going, I'm never doing this again, this fucking, what am I doing? You were actually in solution mode. 
you were like, oh, yeah, you were like, right. So next I think time, that is so I, cool. I, I yeah. Next time, dude. That's you I, just said next time. Yeah. I do. When I, I walked out of the door, as soon as I put the mic in the mic stand, I walk. I, you know, I give a few fist bumps. It was like, ah, yeah, that was horrible. And I walked straight out the door. Didn't watch any other sets. And then on the drive home, which took about an hour, a lot of time to think. I was like, damn it. I should have. I could have. Yeah. Next time I will. Was all the thoughts. I mean, and, and a few people have read my notes and said, why didn't you just say that? That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, dude. I I, said, yeah, I've, exactly. I've, I've, I've told you a couple times that the jokes you put in the chat are always really well-written jokes. So go back and do that again. Man, here's... And for everybody who's listening and watching... Um, I don't want to speak out of turn, but to say that you have some anxiety issues. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Depression, anxiety, all the above. Okay. And so something like this is a daunting idea and task, right? Yes. Yes. And the fact that when you finished and we're laughing about how horrible you said it went, the fact that your brain went to next time. Guys, what that shows you is these things that you're so scared about, these things that that are the boogeyman in the back of your mind. Oh, you got to go on, just get up there and kick it in the dick. That's basically what happened, dude. You walked up and you kicked that fear in the dick and you were like, you know what? This actually went worse than I could have imagined and I can't wait for it next time. But it was, it was, that, it was that good butt puckering, invigorating fear that makes you want to do better just do i just want to do better i just want to do what i wrote i want what i wrote to come out of my mouth and it didn't happen which was fucking hilarious i mean it was really funny joe but <laughs> joe if you ever want to come to nashville i don't know how far it is and do f five minutes on that show that i do once a month that that slot is always open for you, my friend. Okay. Wow, man. You don't know what that you don't know what that means. For you to tell me that I got an open spot in Nashville is I mean, that's monumental. Joe That's a lot. I appreciate that's that, man. But for, for me, what's monumental and moving is watching people conquer shit that they didn't think they could and this is i'm not even talking wow. about the stand-up what i'm talking about is the depression and the anxiety which is are real things but they become so real that we think about them all the time and the more we think about them the more they box us in and like you kicked that door open of that box and i'm fucking so happy for you that was a that was a big fucking step let me tell you <laughs> Dude, I'm really happy for you. I'm I'm so happy Thank for you. you. And so absolutely, and I man. Do, I do have a I do have a weird sex story. It happened about a month ago when I was in the hospital. Uh what, my, wait, wife wait, wait. My, <laughs> my wife was holding my hand and a really hot nurse pulled a catheter out. And it was kind of like a three-way, you know, the good kind of three-way. <laughs> it, it was pretty cool. 
That was pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're the best, I'm dude. Sure a little bit of luge came out with the catheter. Oh. So All right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click you off now. Good talking to you. Later, buddy. By the way, yo, guys. I can't tell you, man, how happy that makes me, dude. Honored that you shared that with us. And that that those two things which have dogged me for a long time also, that you didn't let them stop you from doing this. And the other thing that shows you, man, is that maybe they don't have to stop you from other things either. Do you know what I mean? Because I would tell you, I don't know what other things make you anxious or nervous, but doing stand-up, it for me was always top of that list. That is on a fu- so for that to be your first dive into breaking depression and anxiety, the balls it takes to hop on that stage, dude. Which is why that invitation is open. I I know what it takes to hop on the stage. I know what it takes to try to do this job, and so respect, my friend, respect. Okay. Let's grab a couple more stories. Um, I have no idea what happened. <laughs> Could you hear me? You couldn't hear me either? Peekaboo. <laughs> Uh, peekaboo. Um, okay. Well, Kiefer, what'd you say? I was in your chat earlier with the brother, the cop story. I do stand up and get bombed regularly. Oh yeah. Bombing sucks. Kiefer. Don't make any mistake about it. Bombing sucks. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's grab a couple more stories. Hello. T- By the way, Tina, I love your hair. Thank you. Well, um, this happened a few years ago. Uh, I was out drinking with a few friends, and on my way home, I got a call from a guy I was seeing. And um, I was hungry, so I needed something to eat. Um, So I bought a Snickers, and uh, I went over to his house. We were making out, and all of a sudden, I felt something that wasn't his face and I looked down and he had found my snicker and shoved it up inside me and it was eating it so I <laughs> took it out and um, asked what he was doing I came there being fat and eating so I left what yeah it's <laughs> a crazy what yeah he called me weird for eating yeah i would say that he was a little bizarre yeah well he he was a bit drunk too but by the way you know i don't know if you've seen the snickers ads that's what you're supposed to do when you get a little hungry you're supposed to have you know Um, it keeps you going yeah 
Wowzer. Don't you gonna need some extra energy and Yeah. Yeah, apparently he thought he needed some too. I don't know. Well, no, no, he didn't think it was okay that I was eating because I was a little too fat. He had a problem with that. So by the way, you are not fat. Well, uh, he, he he thought so, and so I I, I left. I uh, he so boo to him. Well, this is a good one. And by the way, it's a little brighter. Can I see that hat again? Do you have it with you near you? Oh yes, here. It's not still not finished. Uh, guys. Kind of Pimp witch hat. She made this hat. Yeah. I can't wait for you to open your Etsy store. I told you I'm going to be your first customer, right? Yeah, I need to make a couple first, but maybe different sizes too. Um, I, by the way, you make me a pimp hat. I, I, I'm, I'm seven and a quarter. Well, just so you you're know, you're gonna have to measure your head first. Seven and a quarter. Seven and a quarter in centimeters. Yes. Oh shit. Okay, I'll figure <laughs> that out. I'll send you a measure, a measuring tape. Okay, I, I should be able to figure it out. I should be able to figure it out. Um, okay, Tina, thank you so much. Bye. Bye. These are <laughs> Ray Ray. Yeah, exactly. It's grab a Snickers, not shove. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that is fucking no food in the junk. I agree with you, Kristen. That's where. There, there's a hole for eating and there's a hole for not eating. Do you know what I mean? That's it. So that's all I would say. All right, we're going to do a couple more stories. We're going to hit Jen, Linda, and then Derek, and then I got to go, everybody, okay? But listen, as usual, thank you. Um, O'Keefer says 18.415 centimeters. There it is, 18.4. 415 centimeters. Okay. Um, not rageous, hilarious. Um, I just want to thank you all for watching, listening, all that stuff. Um, I, I mean this and I say this at my shows and I, and I haven't said it enough on here, but I, you know, I know who I watch and listen and y you only have so many hours in the day. And so you, so you, there's some, things you don't watch, you don't see. And so the fact that you guys do take time out of your day to watch or listen means a lot. So I appreciate it very much. Um, Ray Ray with the jokes today. I never knew a Snickers melted in your vagina and not in your hands. That's M&M's. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. By the way, though, if, uh, if a couple M&M's fell out of your vagina, I wouldn't, my feelings wouldn't be hurt. I like M&M's. You know what I mean? Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to be looking for it. But if it's like, an, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, a, <laughs> all right, we're going to bring Jen on. Jen, do you have a, a weird sex story that you want to share? Hey. Hey. How are you? How are you? Uh, good. Uh, kind of how I met my husband was through a friend. Yeah. And um, their backyards were, they were neighbors. And so he came over and like hung out and she's like, oh, you know, trying to get us together. I'm like, he's not even my type. So it went round and round for a couple of weeks. And then um, one day she's like, oh, he's single. And I was kind of single. And so we're shooting pool <laughs> at their house and he drank Coors Light. That's what I drank. And so we're shooting a game of pool. And he's like, says to me, hey, after this, you want to 
you want to go to my house and get a Coors Light? So I took my shot and I was like, game's over. So we go over to his house. Okay. Wait, did you, did you know right away? You were like, yeah, I'm definitely going back to this. If he asks, I'm going back to this dude's house. Yes. At that point. Yes. That's yes. awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so he was very kind of awkward because he was been a long time that he had been like dating and he had recently split up from his wife. So he's very awkward. So we go over to his house through the backyard and we go in and he, we walk in and he turns around and he says, so do we fuck or what? I just lifted up my shirt and showed her my tits. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Hey, she married me, so it worked. <laughs> Wait, that is amazing. He was like, are we fucking? And you were like, titties. And you guys are like, we're made for each other. <laughs> Let's cut to the chase. Let's not waste no time. That, by the way, match made in heaven right there. Because honestly, Jason, it could have gone terribly wrong for you. Well, I might not have got laid that night, but whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and wait, then then he says to my friend the next day, he's like, I hope Jen doesn't think I'm the answer to all her problems. I didn't right? say it like that. Though. Yeah. Well, so fast forward 12 years, we're in the kitchen on our wedding day, and we both reach for the garbage can to throw something away to open the garbage can. And I look at him, I go, well, I guess you are the answer to all my problems. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. By the way, both of you guys, thank you so much for sharing that story. Jason, I love when you just pop up from behind her in the camera. I'm like, oh, Jason's there. There we go. It's, it's one of my favorite things. You but that is like, on Monday night. He dressed up for you. And he was. We couldn't get we, on. We, we couldn't, couldn't get, get on. on we were phone. having a hard time getting on. That oh, Patreon, no. I could never yeah. figure out how to get it. But it was. Work. He was cracking me up. He was had a whole spiel and everything for you. Oh. I was like, and I was like, come oh. on, dress up. He's like, no, no, no. Finally, he got a wild hair up, and I made him dress up. And I sent you a picture on Facebook Messenger of him. So you I'll go look. I, I was dressed up as Chevy Blackstone. Oh, I can't I, wait to see this. A distant cousin. He, of Clyde? Uncle, too. I don't know. One of the two. I can't wait to see this, dude. <laughs> Y'all, thank you so much for checking in. I really love yeah, talking bye. to you guys. We'll thank see you in Naples. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. yeah for okay. sure. All right. Bye. All right. Linda, I'm sure you're going to dazzle us with one. I cannot wait to hear. Linda, what do you got for us today? I, well, I was at an ACDC concert. Oh, this is always a good start. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good start to a story, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we were, I was standing there and I had like my friends with me and stuff. And this guy comes up and like, like rubs his hand up the side of my body and then around my boobs. And I thought it was my, my boyfriend, husband, net was husband. Um, and I thought it was him and I turned around to go kiss him. And it was this black guy that I had no idea who he was. And, He's like, hey, you want to go do something? I'm like, I thought you were my husband. No. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you never notice you're gone. <laughs> and now, yeah, oh, yeah, he will. <laughs> it was horrible. That's then, crazy. Then just recently, I had a um, DoorDash guy came up. And he, he's like, oh, you're very pretty. I said, well, thank you. And he's like, how old are you? And I told him, he goes, you're my same. He goes, you don't have any wrinkles. Can I touch your face? I'm like. No. Yeah, that's a pass. Like that was. He's like, but but please, and I'm like, no. Hard 
hard pass on strangers touching my face. Yeah, like just like yeah. <laughs> Linda, I had to make a rule in the meet and greet line. It was so crazy. This woman kept two-handing my face. And I was like, yo. Yeah, no, no. And, and I'm I'm generally a pretty easygoing dude, but like I don't need strangers touching my face. For whatever reason, that's like yeah. a I was like, yo, don't touch my fucking face like you're my mom. Like that. Yeah, that's a mom. That's a mom thing. Yeah, it takes it takes a, it's weird <laughs> things that set me off. Yeah, like that. can't have that. <laughs> but that is a good one. Thank you so much. Joseph says, yeah, titties. Yeah, titties are great, Joseph. You're right. Um, always good to see how you feeling. Pretty good. Good. Pretty good. Good, 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 good. good. And the I lower message about Zoom, so we'll talk. To yeah, we're good for that day. We're those dates. We're good. Okay. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Kristen, don't you dare touch my face. Agreed. Laura says, only my husband and kids touch my face. I don't know what it is, but all right, Derek, you ready, dude? Yeah. Awesome. What's up, brother? How much, bro? How's it going with you? Good. Tell me where you're at in the world. I am in Elma, Washington. Um, what part is that? Do you, you know, Kurt Cobain grew up Aberdeen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thirty minutes uh, east of it, of that. Oh, thirty minutes east. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you know, I lived in Seattle for, I lived in Seattle for, four years. So I, 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 I and I've been around that state a bunch doing one nighters and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah man. Hometown. Uh, we got a couple bars that you know, fucking got a bunch of rednecks. You fucking crack up. <laughs> tell me dude give me your story all right so i used to do commercial fishing up in alaska mostly uh southeast and uh doing crabbing inside so there's not you know deep sea fishing really so you're in like 10 30 fathoms and uh so there's one day we're you know picking up hot prots and there's this yacht following us and my captain's like, oh, they're just trying to get crap from us. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, like, we go and get some more pots, and they pull up to us. And this dude's only wearing, like, a banana hammock. And he's like, hey, we want some crab. And, like, we get closer and closer, and it's just a fucking boat full of people having an orgy in the middle of nowhere. Rich fucking people. And, like, you can, I, I, like, <laughs> I stand up and I look, and there's this lady, she's going to town on two dudes. She's like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, this is my first time. I'm like, this shit happens here in Alaska. And, uh, yeah, my captain's blushing. So, like, I go to the hole and I pull out, you know, fucking a bunch of little crabs. They give us, like, a few hundred bucks and, like, wine. And then, like, they pull off. And then, like, we get to work. That just happened. Yeah. <laughs> We're almost done, man. High tide's coming up. We can't get to some of our shit. Uh, let's go track him down. But he was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that yacht moved faster than your boat. It had a yacht plus a yacht, like a baby yacht. Crazy. It was the fucking craziest shit. Dude, that is a great story, Derek. That's a I great story. Time about uh, drug trafficking, if that's ever. Uh, We'll get that one next. How about that? Yeah. Humboldt County, baby. You're the best, brother. Thank you so much for checking in with me. Thank you. Later, man. And make sure you come on live again, okay? I will, sir. All right, buddy. Later. Um, listen, everybody. 
I uh, and Crystal, thank you. Um, and Ashley, thank you so much for saying that. Uh, Joseph says that story. That is definitely how you get crabs. Hilarious. Um, I have to wrap it up, everybody. I could talk to you guys forever, but I, I want to thank you again for, um, for being part of this stream. And, and for those of you listening, uh, for being part of tell me something good. Uh, if you ever want to come on and tell the story, thanks. Th I appreciate it, Sean. Um, if you ever want to, am I live right now? Of course. Yeah. That's a weird question to ask. Yep. Um, if you ever want to tell a story, come on the podcast, guys. Um, there's room for everybody. Uh, Kiefer, thank you for your time. And um, if you want to know where I'm going to be at, circle back to the front of the podcast. I give you everything there. Uh, Joseph, I love you too, dude, in a hundred percent homo way. So I know you say no homo. I say all homo. So you better fucking wrestle with that a little bit. Um, <laughs> but I, I legitimately, um, enjoy myself on here every Wednesday, which is why you know, I've promised myself that I'm only going to do things that I like. And so if you see me stopping something, that means that the joy is just not there for me. And uh, I'm just not going to do those things anymore. That's it. I'm, I, I don't need the money. So I'm not going to do things for that. And uh, yo, guys. Yeah. It's about being happy. Plain and simple. That's it. I wasted too much time in my life not realizing that. But really, what we're all chasing is happiness. And most of us are chasing it down the wrong street. We're looking for it where it isn't. So I'm, I'm looking for it where it is. And where it is right now is with me and you guys. And so I, I appreciate that. And I appreciate everybody on here. And um, yeah, I know I say that every week. And tough shit if you get tired of hearing it. Uh, and the day you stop hearing it is probably the day I stop doing the podcast. Because <laughs> if I'm like, fuck these people, then you won't see it. Then you won't. I'm all going to be here. Yeah, Joseph, you're right. This is where it is. So, and listen, guys, this type of show or what we talk about and isn't for everybody. But if you know somebody who you think might benefit from this, I would let them know. Room for everyone. You know what I mean? Room for everybody. Uh, and I hope you guys have a great weekend. I hope you're spreading the word. October 19th, here for the fun. Listen, it would be great if somebody from this podcast won the plane tickets and the hotel and the tickets to this show. Um, a little addendum. You, you have to be in this country. Sorry, Tina. You have to be in this. Yeah, sorry, Tina. I can't fly anyone in from Sweden. But you got to be in this country 
Um, but, or if you win, you can gift it to somebody else. How about that? Uh, but love you guys. I'm going to go. Um, I got to return some Doc Martens that I bought. Damn it. But how do you enter? Kiefer, you got to be on the live, on the chat, in the chat, October 19th, when my special here for the fun comes out. It'll come out at six o'clock Pacific time. Jacob and I will be in the chat and he and I will be choosing the winner. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Tell me something good. Later.